From Upstate Medical University in Syracuse, New York, I'm Amber Smith. This is HealthLink on Air. Among American men, prostate cancer is the most common cancer and the second leading cause of cancer death. The treatment of prostate cancer has a couple of new options, and urologic oncologist Dr. Hanan Goldberg is here to share them with us. Welcome back to HealthLink on Air, Dr. Goldberg. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Well, we'll be discussing the new method of PET scanning, but first I'd like you to tell us about the new medication, which I've seen described as an oral androgen deprivation therapy. What is, what is that? Yes, so um, this is a medication which um, has recently got FDA approval in the end of uh, 2020, um, and it's quite a significant change. One of the treatments for uh, locally advanced and advanced disease is, is uh, androgen deprivation therapy, or what we call uh, hormonal therapy, uh, where we basically uh, suppress uh, the testosterone, we cause castration in these men. Uh, and up until now, we, we basically had only injection forms that we could give men. Uh, these were called LHRH agonists or LHRH antagonists. They're both a little bit similar, but they work. One of them suppresses the, the hormones and one of them causes a negative feedback loop. So eventually the, the end result is the same. It causes castration of testosterone. And that's been shown to uh, uh, improve uh, um, and prolong uh, survival of prostate cancer patients. And with this new drug, the uh, Relagolix, it is now, uh, we are now able to give it in an oral form, in a tablet form. Uh, and then the patients do not need to come to the clinic to get injections every month or every three months or every six months. Uh, and that, that's been a um, significant improvement, especially in the COVID-19 pandemic uh, era where uh, patients, you know, we tried uh, to prevent patients from coming to the hospital, from coming to the clinic, because these patients who are cancer patients are more at risk of COVID-19. So this is a huge uh, game changer. So as long as the, the patient takes the medicine as they're instructed, it would work well, right? Correct, correct. So one of this is one of the things that, that, that people who were against this said, that the compliance is going to be an issue to make sure that the patients take. But there are actually many studies on other cancer medications, even for prostate cancer, uh, which are oral pills. And these studies have shown that, that the compliance rate is actually better than we think it is. It's, it's about 90%. So I don't think that's going to be a, a significant issue. Well, can you go over the expected side effects? Yes. Uh, so uh, for hormonal treatment in general, whether it's injections or oral therapy, uh, the side effects are actually quite similar. Uh, these are, it's very similar to menopause in women. That's the way I, I describe this to my patients. Um, basically hot flashes, uh, mood swings, fatigue, they can have some gastrointestinal symptoms, diarrhea, constipation, uh, other uh, more um, severe side effects. They, it, it can increase the uh, triglycerides, the, the amount of fat in the blood. It can sometimes cause diabetes as well. But the most common uh, side effects that men complain of are, are the hot flashes, the uh, fatigue, I would say musculoskeletal pain. But there's one important difference, uh, which the uh, this drug, the Relagolix, uh, that the company is trying to promote, 
is that there's data showing that people who have cardiovascular disease, uh, heart attacks, uh, people have had stents, uh, ischemic heart disease, uh, or what we usually call. So the hormonal treatment uh, in the form of injections uh, and in general uh, can cause actually more uh, severe side effects in, in the cardiovascular aspect. And then in this study that uh, was published in 2020 in the New England Journal of Medicine, which is a randomized uh, multi-center study comparing this new, trill, this new treatment, the Relagolix, to the standard injection treatment, they showed that the with the pill, with the Relagolix, there's 54% less cardiovascular events. So the numbers were not uh, uh, huge. It was, uh, I think, uh, somewhere between uh, 7.5% to 3.9% if I remember correctly. But again, if you compare the 7 point uh, something percent to 3.5, it's a 54% difference. And that's another reason why patients who have prostate cancer, but also have cardiovascular issues going on, this drug is probably uh, preferable to them. That's good to know. So are there any conditions that would disqualify a man from taking this medication? Uh, not really. I don't think there's any contraindications uh, significantly or something uh, you know out of the ordinary for these patients. Um, it's usually the, the side effect profile that we're worried about um, because these patients either take them anywhere between six months to up, up to their whole life. It all depends what type of disease, how advanced their disease is. But there are usually no uh, um, exclusion criteria for for getting this treatment. The website for Orgovix, I guess that's the trade name of of this drug, right? O-R-G-O-V-Y-X. Um, the website indicates that serious adverse reactions occurred in 12% of patients taking this medication. Can you describe the adverse reactions and how would a patient make sure that he's not going to have an adverse reaction? Yeah, so so the uh, in the study that I mentioned before, um, um, the, the it's called the Hero Study. Very nice name, also, uh, which was published in the New England uh, Journal of Medicine. Um, the the side effects are uh, actually for the hot flashes that hot flashes that I told you about before. It was actually around fifty something percent in both groups because that's the most common side effect. Uh, there is treatment that we can give for, for patients that are coming and complaining of this common side effect. Um, it's a, another hormonal treatment, progesterone, and other, other types of treatment that we can give that actually usually helps them quite a lot. The other thing is fatigue uh, and the gastrointestinal symptoms. These were anywhere between 12 to 21 percent uh, in the study. Um, unfortunately, there's not much we can do there. Um, a lot of the men do get used to these side effects and with time they are less uh, bothering to them. Um, but sometimes, you know, the fatigue is something that I warn my patients always that that's something that's going to accompany them as long as they're on this hormonal treatment. And again, the best example that I use is, is uh, the menopause in women is, is very similar uh, side effect profile to that as well. If this medication works as intended in a man with advanced prostate cancer, does it extend his life? Yes, it has been shown to extend life. So, um, as I said, this is given to a variety of prostate cancer patients. 
from from local uh, local disease in the prostate. One of the, the two definitive treatments that are usually offered to patients with localized disease only in the prostate is either surgery or uh, radiotherapy. And if it's more aggressive disease, we usually add hormonal therapy to the radiotherapy treatment. And uh, that's been shown in many studies in the past, uh, prospective randomized studies to actually um, in improve survival. So there's, there's clear data for that. And even for the metastatic, the more advanced disease, uh, that hormonal treatment is the mainstay of treatment, at least to, to date. And that's been also shown to uh, um, prolong, um, prolong life. This is Upstate's HealthLink on air. I'm your host, Amber Smith, talking with Dr. Hanan Goldberg. He's a urologic oncologist at Upstate, and he cares for many patients with prostate cancer. We talked about the new medication, Orgavix, for men with advanced prostate cancer, and now we're going to discuss PET scanning with a newly approved imaging agent. The Food and Drug Administration recently approved Pilarify, to be used during uh, positron emission tomography or PET scanning. So I'd like for you to explain how this fits into the treatment plan for someone with prostate cancer. Yes, so um, up until um, a few years ago, the, the imaging scans, uh, the, the testing scans that we had available for prostate cancer patients, what we call today the conventional imaging uh, tests, were either CT scans and, and, and nuclear bone scans. And these were uh, uh, what we had, and they were far from perfect. Uh, unfortunately, they, uh, they were not accurate enough to diagnose uh, metastatic disease, especially when the PSA, that is the blood test that we measure in prostate cancer patients, and we use it as a marker to see how advanced the disease is. And when the PSA levels were extremely small, uh, extremely low, uh, these imaging tests uh, were just not accurate enough. And, and in the last few years, there's been significant uh, um, advancement in this field. And until the, the molecule that is called PSMA uh, was found, um, which is prostatic specific membrane antigen, and it's been found to be very specific to prostate cancer, and it's uh, overexpressed in more than 90% of tumor cells. It is uh, sometimes shown in other places in the body, like the salivary glands, la lacrimal gland glands, but it's mainly again uh, in the prostate. And uh, 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 healthcare and science have been using this molecule to devise new imaging tests. One of them is the is the PET CT scan, which is a more of an advanced uh, uh, CT scan, and we use this special uh, uh, radioactive marker. Uh, which this clarify, that's what basically it is. And this is injected into the body and it has an affinity. It can bind specifically to those PSMA uh, molecules and uh, antigens that are on the prostate cancer cells. And this is very specific. And once it binds to it, we can do the CT scan, which actually picks up uh, those uh, molecules attaching to the prostate cancer cells. And that pretty much lights up uh, in, a, in a bright red or yellow color in the CT scan that helps us significantly uh, identify in a higher rate of accuracy uh, prostatic metastatic disease. This test that's been uh, recently approved has been shown. There's been two studies, uh, randomized studies, um, multi-center studies in, in several countries um, that have been testing these uh, this new imaging test in two uh, different scenarios. One is patients who are 
high risk disease who are approaching definitive therapy, either with surgery or radiotherapy, and we want to make sure that they do not have metastatic disease. And the other scenario was patients who have already had definitive therapy with either surgery or radiotherapy, and now their PSA is starting to rise again, and we are concerned that they have now recurrence of disease, and we want to try to uh, locate where the disease is, whether it's in the prostate or somewhere else in the body. And these, uh, in both these studies, this special imaging test, the Polarify, the PET-CT with Polarify, has been shown to be significantly more accurate than conventional uh, imaging scans that I talked about before, including the CT scans and the bone scan. So this wouldn't necessarily be for every man who gets diagnosed with prostate cancer, but just those that there's a concern as to whether it has spread. Yes, yeah, so, so the indication for this, and the US is a little bit behind in this, unfortunately, if you go to uh, other countries in the world, like Australia, for instance, they've been using PET uh, CT scans, PET PSMA CT scans, such as this for, for many years now, and they have a lot of data. Uh, major studies on this topic have been coming from Australia, and they actually use this uh, for, um, for two indications mainly. One is men with suspected metastasis who are candidates for initial definitive therapy, such as surgery or radi radiotherapy. And they also use this for uh, patients who have had definitive therapy and are now uh, showing suspected recurrence based on the elevated PSA. Uh, blood test. So I would say these two indications are, are the ones that, that that we are going to use this Polarify hopefully here in the U.S. as well. So if this allows you to know sooner that a, the cancer has spread or recurred in another area, will that allow you to treat those cancers more successfully or give you some options? Absolutely, absolutely. That's a great question. So in, in those the two studies that I uh, uh, mentioned to you before that they actually checked. Uh, examine the role of this Polarify uh, uh, in patients. So that in patients specifically with, with suspected recurrence after, after definitive therapy, using this uh, advanced imaging scan, the Polarify, uh, about 69% uh, of patients were found to have metastatic disease that was not uh, seen on conventional imaging. So that caused the management of these patients to be completely altered. So patients who we thought did not have metastatic disease actually had metastatic disease, and then their treatment needed to be changed, and that could potentially prolong their life, of course. Uh, so this is a very, you know, 69% is a huge number. So to answer your question, absolutely, this will change management and hopefully improve survival. Well, this has been a really good look at two new treatments that seem like they may be able to help improve survival for men with prostate cancer. Thank you to urologic oncologist Dr. Hanan Goldberg from Upstate Medical University and the Upstate Cancer Center. I'm Amber Smith for Upstate's podcast and radio talk show, HealthLink on Air.